the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrew K. Show. It is Monday. Oh, my. Kicking off another week here, another week of crazy that's happening. And I'm, I'm telling you, I am going to start focusing on introducing throughout the week. I got to keep it with the hot topics and what's happening out there, because that's why I started to do the show in the first place. Um, but I am going to try to uh, to think about how we can incorporate some some good news stories, some positive stuff in here, because we've we've got to continue. Because ultimately, as my old friend Peggy Costi and one of my first uh, listeners and uh, that I became friends with had said that that I was a happy warrior, and so I always want to try to keep that going and keep that sense of myself as we continue to discuss uh, the hot topics of the day and do it in the way that I do it, right? I do it with dynamite. I ain't called dynamite in a dress because I do a show about, you know, the sunny side of the street all day, every day. <laughs> Yeah, I do it. I do it in my own way. And it's an honor to have you guys share share it with me here every night of the week. We're streaming live right now on Facebook at The Answer San Diego. And we're also on AM 1170 and FM 96.1 in San Diego. I don't think we mentioned that enough, as well as all the apps. You know, we've got great friends that post comments every night on the uh, on the Facebook live broadcast. So uh, go check it out. You can also check out the good, good, great conservative friends of mine and my core people over at our Facebook group, Kaniacs, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. That almost sounds like a Disney song. All right. We got a lot to talk about on tonight's show. Over the weekend, we had the United States military in its official capacity using official social media accounts begin to attack civilians for exercising free speech. Is this a one-off? Did the people involved here just, you know, go off the rails? You know, drink drink a little too much chai tea lattes over the weekend? Or is this a sign of a shift in the United States military? So we got to bring back the one, uh, my favorite military analyst here on the show, Jesse Jane, Jesse Jane Duff. We call her JJD for short. She will be here to talk about that. Uh, we've got more cancel culture to bring to you guys. We've, I'm going to open the show tonight after I bring in my partner here with a, a breaking story today that then they retracted that has to do with the state of Georgia and the presidential race. Because I, I, I hear you. We hear you. When you say that, that you want to hear me talk every day about the stolen election, I'm going to do that because they want us to be talking tonight about the immigration surge at the border. And of course, that's a real issue. They want us to be talking tonight about COVID and responses. And is California reopening this weekend? Of course, we need to get to that. And talking about Gavin Newsom recall, but does any of that matter if we don't have fair elections? And if we don't, and and in the absence of fair elections, is in the combination of that something we need to be thinking about with the military? 
888-344-1170. And with that being said, I didn't get to hang out with him this weekend, but I know he had fun because we text. We text off hours. I know he had a good time this weekend. I'm talking about my man, DJ Potato Skins. There's tremendous spirit in our... DJ DJ Tremendous spirit. I did think of you, too, when I was out uh, having fun over the weekend, because when you visit uh, New Orleans or New Orleans, I can't even say it right, not going to be even begin to try uh, an authentic bistro, you think of Andrea Kay. Of course, right? And uh, speaking of that, I am going to address Drew Brees' retirement um, later, because I think that it is relevant to every American out there, because when we have... The, what the cancel culture has done and targeting people that it has, it's meant to um, scare others. It sends a message to other people. It has gained so much momentum that it affects all of us. They think that they're going to save themselves with their apology in order to achieve whatever personal end uh, these celebrities, when, when they bow to the to the woke mob, they, they're doing it typically for self-preservation of some job that they've got, some reputation or what, whatever it is. Um, but it is it is destroying. It is it is a major, major uh, reason why we're where we are at at this country. And so we I'm, I am going to address that. And also in part because it it, it, it my heart is literally hurting right now over this and I will share more on that later but I gotta break it because I don't know you've been busy today I don't know if you heard the story that was released by WAPO today but then retracted by WAPO involving the state of Georgia did you hear about this today Skins I didn't get to I, I heard about the headline I did not get to go in depth well of why it was retracted and what was going on well you and I we did many 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 shows about what happened with the election yeah. at, at all the different contested state areas sure. on a national level here in California with the mail-in ballots we were screaming bloody murder about these mail-in ballots back when it was first you know starting we knew that they were using the coronavirus to do this and then it all kind of then it all ended up in many ways centralizing on Georgia where it was like like, you know, then it was, you know, uh, in part for a couple reasons. We had the Senate runoff there where the balance of power for the Senate was taking place in Georgia. The presidential election was hanging there um, because we had it was the only contested state in which we had a Republican governor right. that participated with with Stacey Abrams in in. In uh, installing the Dominion machines, as well as installing methods outside of the state legislature, which is which is unconstitutional um, with shenanigans with the absentee ballots. So a lot of focus in December, tremendous amount of focus was down in Georgia. That's where Trump went to and had multiple rallies. With that, all that being said, one of the big stories that came out in December and then in Jan- actually in January um was that and it was initially reported by um one outlet and then they and then many many outlets jumped onto it and it was the story that Trump had placed a phone call to the Secretary of State That's right and said to this you remember that right I do remember that and said um I need you to quote find uh, uh, that this was the um the report was that Trump, quote, urged Georgia's lead elections investigator to, quote, find the fraud in a lengthy December phone call saying the official would, quote, be a national hero. Washington Post reported that, citing a single anonymous source, right, um, 
After that, we had NBC News reported, quote, that it confirmed the post characterization of this December 23rd phone call through a source familiar with the conversation. USA Today claimed, quote, Georgia officials speaking on the condition of anonymity to discuss internal matters confirmed the details of the call. ABC News reported President Donald Trump phoned a chief investigator and secretary of state Brad Raffensperger's office asking the official to, quote, find the fraud and telling this person he would be a national hero for it. An individual familiar with the matter confirmed to ABC News. PBS PBS NewsHour and CNN likewise appeared, this is according to Washington Examiner, appeared to claim they independently confirmed, quote, the story through their own anonymous sources. Here's the kicker. Trump never said those things, ever. The audio recording of the phone call was finally released today by the Secretary of State in Georgia. Our, our mainstream media, not just, we're not just talking about low-level low level outlets here. We're not talking about some little, some little local station, you know, some little in KUSI here in San Diego that nobody knows. That we know KUSI in San Diego, but nobody outside San Diego knows KUSI, right? Yeah, I like to say I'm shocked, but I'm not. Right. We're talking about the mainstream media of the United States of America doing Pravda-level propaganda, flat-out lying in unison, practically, if it had only been one outlet, it wouldn't be that big, big of a story, right? Because then you can size it off. Well, they used somebody lied sure. to them or whatever. But across but, the board, but across the board, this is coordination. This is electioneering. This was meant to. And, and by the way, this is this was this report came out in advance of the uh, Senate runoff elections. Right. This was meant to make the American people think that that there nothing untoward had happened, that Trump was an insurrectionist. They weren't using the term at this point when this story came out. But you fast forward to January 6th and what happened to the Capitol. Right. Think about how this story feeds into the false narrative that Trump was there rallying 75 million people that he that there was never any allegation of fraud that was legitimate. That he was out trying to use the bully pulpit of the presidency to manufacture something that didn't exist, which was fraud, and then got 75 million people to the Capitol on January 6th on, on, on a lie. The lie was the mainstream media. What Trump actually said, um, he never urged the investigation chief to find the fraud. He never promised the investigator uh, would, be, would be a national hero. Um, what he said, he urged the investigator... To scrutinize ballots in Fulton County, Georgia, asserting that she would find dishonesty there. He also told her that she had the most important job in the country right now. That's it. Wow. How how many others? This is this is the same thing. See, this this is why it mattered. In 2000 and in 2009, when. NBC News got away with altering the audio tape of George Zimmerman falsely accusing him of targeting Trayvon Martin for racism. This is why that mattered. You think about everything that has happened in the course of after that one Trayvon Martin, if I had a son, he would look like Trayvon Martin. How that impacted the, the, the domino effect of NBC News falsifying that audio and getting away with it facing no no repercussions for it. We have no idea how many coordinated attempts by the mainstream media to push out lies to affect the outcome of the election. We, we know they did it for four years over the Russian uh, collusion hoax. And they face no, no backlash for this. And the American people, 
who who still believe this today don't, don't know about this about the truth coming out today. Makes you suspicious of everything they report. Well, right. Absolutely right. And it also makes me angry at Ivanka Trump, because when President Trump said in his first year in office that the media were the enemy of the people. That that was when I first said he needed to get and, and Ivanka Trump was asked about it in an interview and she contradicted him. That's when I said he needed to get her the hell out of anywhere in near the Oval Office. Because if she was going to defend the media and that was and at that point we were in the thick of propaganda and lies being spewed by Adam Schiff, Swalwell and others on CNN. Trump had very few people he could trust, including his daughters. Supposedly, uh, Jared Kushner is on the outs with Trump. Uh, not soon enough. I got to take a break. We, we got to get back and uh, uh, take a break. Get back with uh, Jesse Jane Duff to talk about uh, what's going on with the U.S. military. Is this just a one off that they're now targeting civilians for free speech? Well, we're going to discuss that and more when we get back. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. Last week, the military was in the news. We actually had Jesse Jane Duff here last week to talk about it. We had uh, an announcement that the U.S. was going to add transgender surgery to its benefits packages. And also there was a reports about new flight suits for yeah, like maternity flight suits. Uh, for, you know, pregnant, you know, women in the military. And that became, you know, uh, you know, a lot of hot topics, people talking about that, including Tucker Carlson. So we actually had Jesse Jane Duff on last week to talk about that. Well, over the weekend, it just kind of got crazy with the U.S. military going for Tucker Carlson. Let that sink in a moment. The U.S. military going for 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 Tucker Carlson, going after a talk show host. For exercising his right to free speech. And if you haven't heard this story, you need to hear exactly what happened. And I want you to hear it from Jesse Jane Duff, because once a Marine, always a Marine. She is the gunnery sergeant, USMC retired, a Newsmax contributor, um, co-chair of Vets for Trump. And she dropped some mother of all bombs this weekend as this story was breaking all over Twitter. Hey, Jesse Jane Duff, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you. I didn't realize you were following all my tweets. I probably would have been less aggressive and tried to act more ladylike. I mean, I'm thrilled you actually saw it. I went after probably at least, uh, I don't know, five senior military leaders. Now, I want to say this not to sound like I'm being pompous or bragful. This really bothered me to address or dress down senior military leaders. It contradicts all of my teachings. It contradicts everything that I am as a Marine because we have been taught to scold in private, praise in public. Mm -hmm. But what they all did was so egregious and so outrageous and done publicly that I returned the favor. Well, I want to make sure to be egregious and break every rule. Then I will be the same. 
but I did not, it did not bring any comfort to my heart to go after the senior mm-hmm. enlisted of the United States Marine Corps, the Sergeant Major of the Marine Corps. His was mild in comparison to that of the Sergeant Major of the United States Army. We also had a four-star general in the Army, a colonel in the United States Marine Corps, the three-mess command, which operates one-third of the United States Marine Corps operational forces, and numerous Sergeant Majors, Sergeants Major of uh, the Army, one of them actually making a veiled threat at Tucker Carlson. The, I, I mean, I, I'm sitting here listening to you, and, 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 and you know, I grew up in the military and the daughter of two Marines. Let me tell you, these are high-ranking people. If you're not, if you don't, if you're not familiar with ranking systems in the different branches or whatever, these are not low level. These are not low level privates. Okay, in the United States military, and tell everybody what they did. Let's go go back to the beginning because we we know Tucker did some segments last week, right. and then tell everybody what started happening on Twitter with these different so Tucker accounts. Yeah, Tucker did an exceptional commentary that I actually watched and would have never dreamed this would have happened. Trust me, I feel like I'm in Bizarro world right now. His segment addressed, and I think this is why they're running cover because he basically addressed the commander in chief, President Joe Biden's just ridiculous and asinine, absolutely asinine presentation on national television in the promotion ceremony of two women reached attaining a senior ranks of general, one, I believe, a lieutenant general, one, a four-star general. Now, let me be very clear. It's not very often that you hear of women picking up the rank of general. Mm -hmm. And instead of, and I found this very insulting myself, instead of them highlighting their accomplishments, their um, absolute devotion to service and recognizing the really incredible combatant commands that they were going to lead, and then boasting about our awesome military, the man actually started to go on one of his rambles about how the military now has created the flight suit maternity uniform. We have new hairstyles and we are offering transgender surgery. I am not kidding you with the two women standing behind him. Not only that, he could not even remember the secretary of defense name, secretary of defense, Lloyd Austin, uh, general Austin. Austin's not a hard name, nor could he remember the name of the Pentagon. All of this was in the presentation for the generals. If I were standing back there and a man had come forward and started talking about maternity uniforms and new hairstyles in my promotion ceremony, I would have been tempted to throat punch him. Because you don't do that. You are now saying I'm part of the problem, not part of the solution, that I'm walking around pregnant. These women have easily over 25 to 30 years of active duty military service, and he could not even recognize that accomplishment. Instead, he made it a woke moment for the social liberals out there to tell them how women now will be able to have long-term careers. Well, listen, I did 20 years in the United States Marine Corps long before Joe Biden and his fancy new hairstyles he wants to offer us or pregnant maternity attire mm-hmm. on flight suits. Let me be very clear. They had maternity attire when I was on active duty. Yeah. So for him to yeah. do that. So Tucker Carlson calls it out. And what he also did was he wound it up into what China's military is currently accomplishing, how they have the world's largest United States, I'm sorry, world's largest naval forces now, how they are masculinizing their forces, how they are going out and basically strategizing to be the most aggressive military. And then he pivoted mm-hmm. and said, 
And meanwhile, we got our commander in chief talking about maternity uniforms. Honestly, the irony of it escaped these military leaders. And I'll tell you who to blame. Two people. One publicly, I cannot, I can't point the finger at General Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense. However, I have no evidence of this, but I will blame the press secretary of the of the Pentagon, John Kirby, Admiral Kirby. He was also the press secretary in uniform under President Obama. That tells you everything. He did a press release that was what we would call a clap back at Tucker Carlson that he will not attack the military and the leadership followed after that. I will say it was despicable to hear them say that we that Tucker Carlson did not respect the women on active duty, that he was disparaging their services. One, the sergeant major of the Marine Corps went on and on about his pregnant wife, how she did all these accomplishments. She was a major leader. I'm sitting there thinking, what are you all talking about? Did you even watch the clip? But it not even Tucker that. Carlson's right. job. Well, right. Oh, but yeah, but Jesse Jane Duff. But the, the thing to me is whatever he said, this is a civilian in the media who has who has the right to free speech yes is it not at what point at what point in the united states military in 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 our history of 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 america's history with our military have we ever had military brass at any level attack a civilian and certainly somebody in the media this is extraordinary to people and it's quite frankly it's frightening to me that this is where we're at in the in this country So that's so really I set the entire background for everybody. But let me go one step further. I have no right or place to go after these men. If this was perfectly normal in day to day operations, it is not. It is against all policy to use your official. Mind you, they use their official social media accounts to make statements that were political and opinion oriented that, as you said, attacked, I should say, verbally attacked or criticized a uh talk show host a talk show host so what countries do the military tell civilians to shut up this is not that country are we living under the communist rule are we living in vietnam when the communists took over and destroyed teachers educators and and journalists Mm -hmm. are we living in venezuela where they they censor the people because that's exactly what our military was doing they were trying to censor a talk show host and that tucker carlson and that should scare every American. It absolutely. Jack Posobiec tweeted out, and he's former intelligence. He tweeted out, "Where does this end?" And I and and I I retweeted him. And said, well, this is something we've been discussing on, on my show for a long time. We've been noting for years the way that uh, the uh, Department of Defense has been politicized and Obama purged a lot of the top brass. And, and we, it, we ended up with many that were, you know, social justice warriors in uniform and the rules of engagement that were uh, that were catering to to the Islamist and on and on and on. And and, you know, for me, I've been saying for a while, Jesse Jane Duff, that the American people have always counted on the military, the United States military, which has always been apolitical and about protecting this country, our constitution and its rights, that we always counted on the military standing between us and a totalitarian or authoritarian regime. And what's frightening to me Absolutely. is that I don't think now, and I, and I may be overstating this, I may be seeing too much into this, but I was shocked to my core as somebody who grew up in the military, in the, as a military family to see this, because I well, don't, I don't it, trust it my military. All around the world, history has shown with all these different communist regimes that they were either strongman military leaders themselves or they were dictators with the military behind them. And I don't feel confident right now. 
you know, we... Well, the Sergeant Major of the Army actually said that, that the women are the ones that will be leading the battlefield in the future. And I sat there and was stunned to hear him read that because I don't know what competent infantry unit that he has ever served with where they're carrying 100 and plus pounds of gear, staying out in field operations for over six months and often cleaning caves and chasing down terrorists. Women have 20% less lung capacity, approximately 45% less muscle mass. The Marine Corps did the gender integration study that cost taxpayers $30 million just to get the combat exemption put in place still for the Marines under Obama. And they snubbed the Marine Corps, even though they showed them that it was a lethal mistake. I am not disparaging any woman who goes into ground combat. That is not what this is about. What it is about is that if you are going to start suggesting that women belong in the ground, then it better be all women are qualified for the infantry as all men going on active duty in the Marine Corps are qualified. Because you cannot say they get to pick and choose while the men can't because they will never respect us as long as we're able to go in like it's some buffet and they, the men, on the other hand, if there is a draft, have to go into the combatant forces. The draft is not to replace people that are in admin positions, the band, oh, uh, let's go do truck driving. Those are jobs that the support personnel already do. The draft is to replace your combatant forces. But let's go back to what we're talking about. We got military leadership that is attacking a civilian on Twitter. I would just dare to say that Senator, uh, Senator Ted Cruz wrote a profound letter and called each of these positions out basically by name or rank or status in his letter that went to Lloyd Austin. And he was very confrontational with Lloyd Austin, basically saying things are a mess under your watch. And he requested a meeting with the commandant of the Marine Corps, which tells me he knows he can get some leverage from uh, the four-star general that runs the Marine Corps. Americans, this is not the way the military should be run. This is a drip, drip, drip that we have seen since the Obama-Biden administration when they fled flagrantly through transgenders on active duty without doing any studies. First of all, that's not even fair to transgenders. We've had that discussion. Right, but How do you just decide now, oh, we're going to do this now? No studies, no inability, and, and you're not even able to manage it. So well, now is, they're lifting it again. Well, it's that, absurd. Right. Well, the, it, the transgender and the, and the women's thing, it's, it's not even really about them. This is about overall, this is about uh, doing to the military what the Marxist, the cultural Marxist movement has been trying to do to America as, as a whole, and that is tearing apart the fabric of the institution, tearing apart the fabric of this, of this country in order to rebuild it according to their Marxist schemes. They have had to. The, we, were, we have been the number one superpower in the world because of our military might. And our military was the greatest force of humanitarian good in the history of the world since America uh, came about. One of the important ways that they had to complete the transformation that Obama had in mind was to destroy the U.S. military. One of the ways to do it was to destroy it financially and not and not invest in it in terms of equipment and, and technology. And another way to do it was to do it from within and to, and to change the culture and to take it from one uh, that saved the world from communism and turn it into one that's out that's that's purpose is now pushing so, social justice warrior uh, Marxist uh, schemes. And it's incredibly frightening and uh, the Republican Party hasn't done enough to push back. I don't think we have one institution left in the United States of America that I have trust in. It, for a long time, on the fifth anniversary of 9-11, I was at American Enterprise Institute and saw Newt Gingrich give a speech and said, we often rely too much on the Department of Defense because it's really the only properly working, uh, you know, d- department we have left. And 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 I don't I, I don't think we do. 
anymore, Jesse Jane Duff. And, you know, I'm concerned that much longer by uh, the end of a first uh, term under the Biden administration that we're not going to have that. We're going to have a military that sees its aims as um, in its mission to yeah. be about installing the Democrat agenda, not preserving the Constitution. But I would, I would debate saying that I would debate that the military was ever the perfect institution, because keep in mind, the military industrial complex has been profiting True. off of wars while a lot of young men and women have gone to war. And we now all are scratching our heads because I loved George Bush as my commander in chief. And now I look back and I say, we're still in Afghanistan. What yeah. are we accomplishing? Right. 20 years, we couldn't defeat this. If we can't defeat, then get the heck out. Right. So what I would just say to all Americans that anything run by the government seems to abuse its people and take advantage of them. And you're 100 percent right. They're watering down the military on purpose. This is by design. Nobody's insulting women who serve. Right. We are questioning what the priorities are. I'm grateful we have maternity uniforms, but is that actually what you want to highlight when you're promoting women to general? This was a disgrace. It was an embarrassment. And our commander in chief can't even remember his own secretary of defense name. That's says it all. Well, if this makes you feel better, Jesse Jane Duff, uh, let's have a little laugh before we wrap this up. Uh, The official account that started all this, one of them says, um, you know, we've strayed away from our brand and we realize that our standard practices will be in effect and you can count on us to correct our mistake going forward. Somebody replied, your brand? What are you selling cars now? Are you selling hybrid sedans? Was that a civilian running that? Yeah, that was the two meth tweet when they tried to retract their statement. But that was probably being run by a civilian public affairs office yeah. because they didn't even sound like a Marine. Or they were a very junior Marine who's gone through the woke policies and has been told that you're no longer a he, him, or her. You are now just a Marine, non-gender, and you can all do the same darn thing. Yeah. Forget your gender, forget what you're capable of, sleep together, shower together, and pretend that you're not even attracted to each other. And if you are attracted to each other, it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, well, Jesse Jane Duff, thank you for being here tonight and, and, and coming on, and because um, you're, my, you're my go-to for this. I texted or will you come back? I know I just had you on. Will you come back tonight? And uh, thank you for uh, what you do. Not a problem. All right, hon. Thank, thank you, you so for much. having me. Thank I, you. I'm always happy to be on your show. Bye-bye. Bye now. Follow her on Twitter at Jesse Jane Duff and watch her drop some bombs on these people. All right, stay tuned. We come back. We've got to shift gears. We've got the latest in uh, the cancel culture we got to talk about. We've got breaking news regarding the coronavirus vaccine and more. Come on back. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. No, I didn't watch the Grammys last night. Did you watch the Grammys last night? Sorry, I, I'm seeing people talking you know, about I used to love the award shows. They're such... I can't even say what I want to say. Right. Well, I used to watch... Yeah, I used to watch all the award shows. Then when it came to the music award shows, like the Grammys and stuff, I would only watch the musical acts, you know, so the performances, because I love music. I mean, from New Orleans, I love me some live music. Um, you know, um, what's the sh- little short dude's name from Hawaii that's such an amazing entertainer? Bruno Mars. Anytime Bruno Mars is performing, I just love it. Now I don't even know. I, I'll hear some review the next day. I'll be like, oh, the award show was last night? You know, I, I don't even watch it. Um Many, many people are pointing out today the hypocrisy that you can't, you, you know, the, the lyrics for WAP uh, by Cardi B, who's just absolutely repugnant human being and actually an insult to women everywhere that her lyrics are available, but you can't get a, a Dr. Seuss book. 
um, the the cancel culture that has taken over this country is just it's shocking how how much it's progressed and how much ground that they've taken from America in the in this this is censorship this is book burning in the form of Nazi Germany and it's happening because they got away with it. You give them an inch, it's death by a thousand cuts. The first time they went and canceled somebody or tried to cancel somebody, the first celebrity they went after who they who they tried to get him to apologize should have uh, should have said, oh, you know, I can't even get into the expletives, but, you know, punch, punch back. This isn't about any anything that uh, that they pretend that it's about. Just like talking to Jesse Jane, Jane Duff, this the issue isn't really about gender. The military doesn't care about gender. They don't care about women or pregnant women. They don't care about transgender. Every bit of this is all about power. That's what identity politics is about. And you know, and so they are constantly looking for things that they can use to cancel America to to um. Push the false narrative that America is racist so they can control the message, control what we read, control what we're allowed to say. And then they're also so they're looking for anybody that and anything that they can cancel at the same time. They're looking to um, validate the false narrative that America is racist by looking at every aspect of our life. Right. Today's edition of How America is Racist is brought to you by the L.A. Times. Entitled hiking. I can't even hardly say this with a straight face. I printed this today and I just, I, I had to laugh. <laughs> I thought of you because you camp, right? And I thought they're coming for you next, man. Hiking, <laughs> hiking has a diversity problem, right? Of course it does. See, yeah. This is, this is just the beginning of camping because hear what they're having to say here. They're saying, and I'm quoting here. Long-time oppression and historical barriers have kept many people of color from feeling comfortable in America, out in America's outdoors. Let's stop right there. Uh, can you tell me what longtime oppression and barriers have stopped people of color from experiencing America's outdoors? You want to go camping? Go camping. Well, they're not. We're not at camping yet. They're okay. You want to go next. hiking? Go hiking. This is about hiking. So, so I read this. They've kept them from feeling comfortable. So, is it? So they've been kept inside and and have uh, and have not been allowed outside enough. Uh, what, what is the uh, what is the barrier? That has anything to do with anybody from color of going outside. America outdoors. So anything outside their home makes them uncomfortable. Uh, they go on to say that they that um, they want to introduce people of color to nature in a positive way. Okay, so what negative way have people of color been introduced? Was somebody forced to hold their breath underwater for too long in learning to you know um, swim? Were they put through aversion therapy? I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm legit. Were they try to force to surf when they couldn't swim? You know, um, I, 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 in what way were they introduced to nature in a negative way? Yeah, I wish that article actually would have given details so we could actually think about this out loud because there's, there's nothing there. Well, they're, because there never is. Because they say this crap where there's no backup to it. There's no rational thought behind it. There's not only no evidence Bingo. of it. There's no rational thinking behind this. That anybody actually typed these words out and that L.A. Times printed it shows you how off the rails mentally this country is. They go on to say that their mission is to remove barriers. Again, no statement, no backup to what a barrier has been there. Help people experience the connection, whether they are seeking fitness, healing, personal accomplishment or knowledge about all the outdoors have to offer. So you poor black people, you had no idea that there was something called hiking. 
I guess the black people and people of color in San Diego County have no, have no idea that, you know, you can hike Tory Pines. That may be the most ridiculous article I've ever, ever read or heard. It's it's nuts. It's nuts. And let me tell you, it starts with hiking and then it's going to be camping. So then what? So where, where does this go from here? Because to say that there's a barrier, I'm waiting for the second the shoe to drop here. The next level is white people, you know, um, are going to have to pay more to go to Yellowstone Park or to camp. Or we now need to have campers or other, you know, camping equipment made available for people of color. Maybe, you know, do you see where this you know, is as going? As silly as that sounds, I mean, it's good that you bring that up because there, there's like this story is obviously there's always the next step. It's always. never just here. No, no. It always starts with a false accusation that somebody is, is being oppressed. Somebody's not getting something that somebody else is getting. And then it always follows through with we now have to we now have to to address the inequity. By taking something from somebody else or depriving somebody else of something to give it to these people here. This is a solution in search of a problem. I have never heard one person of color. In fact, I'm going to be accused of being racist and saying this one. You know, one of my besties is a person of color who grew up in Tijuana and she and her crew of people of all kinds of races and colors go hiking every weekend. And she invites me. I'm like, girl, I don't hike. Okay. But the farthest I hike is from here to my car. Okay. I don't hike. And I told you I don't camp. You do. You did. I don't camp. Okay. And those who know me and know me and, and my family know well that my idea of roughing it is not having the right kind of coffee in, in room in my hotel and not having That's room brutal. service. Absolutely. I don't camp. I don't want any, I don't want anything to do with camping. I don't. I, I, the great I'll outdoors for, for me. The great outdoors for me is sitting on a beach chair at a beach. And I consider it roughing it if it gets a little too warm or if it's a little too chill or, you know, if, you know, there's some seagulls that drop some, something near me. I mean, seriously, that's the extent of my roughing it. What's next, Skins? Hiking is racist. Dr. Seuss is racist. Well, you, that was another great thing that you brought up. The fact that Dr. Seuss has books banned, but Cardi B, all of her top songs, which are trash, are they're all over the place. Yeah. Every bit of this is about the, 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 the success, the progress that the left has made in changing America just in the last few years is actually shocking to me. So you think about the combination of where we're at in this country. We've got the FBI director calling Americans who questioned the outcome of an election and chose to participate in a rally which is protected on the U.S. Constitution are now labeled domestic terrorist and Whether insurgents. you were there or not. Yeah, whether you went to the Capitol or not, you're a domestic terrorist and, and, and insurgent. At the same time that we've got Black Lives Matter and Antifa that literally burning uh, uh, the, the country down. Literally just, la- just last week we reported, I think it was Friday, that they literally uh, set a federal courthouse on fire with people inside. They're not declared terrorist at the same time in which we've now got a gun grab planned by the Democrat Party at the same time that we've got a U.S. military that is attacking civilians. It's so steady paced, Andrea. It's just it's, it's, it's one thing after the next with this administration. This is, well, this is well and with with the left, the Marxists in this country. This is we are we are literally standing on a precipice. We may already be gone. I, I hate to tell you. You guys, and I debate it back and forth. We debate it's, it. It's, it's hard to see. We debate it because you know one of the things that that made this country there's there was a lot of things about it, but uh, we were a superpower because of our military. And while we yeah we did have the military industrial complex, I interviewed back when I was in D.C. for the fifth anniversary of nine eleven. 
I uh, did hear Newt Gingrich's speech, and I also interviewed Major General Bob Scales. And it was during the Iraq War, and we were discussing, you know, whether or not we should be in the Iraq War and whether or not we should be isolationist and not engage in these wars. And, of course, in hindsight, we shouldn't have been there, as JGD just said. But I was asking, you know, interviewing Bob Scales, and he said to me, he said, since America began, and anytime there's been strife around the world, the solution began with a U.S. military member of the U.S. military walking the streets in uniform. And it brought tears to my eyes. And you think about our U.S. military then versus now when they're attacking civilians, when we have every, when we have the, all of our institutions in this country attacking civilians for exercising their right of free speech, whether it's a member in the media, whether it was at a rally at the Capitol. No matter who it is. Yeah, the American citizen who stands for the U.S. Constitution, who stands for everything that this this country was founded on, is under attack. And the attack includes now not just the Department of Justice, not just the FBI, not just the United States Congress, but the U.S. military. This should scare the life out of everybody really listening. Should. I don't care what party or if you're not part of a party. This should scare every American. We're going to take a break. But we got more on the other side. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back. Uh, by the way, uh, just to continue uh, wrap up our discussion on the military, members of the Guam National Guard marched uh, in a large number to Marjorie Taylor Greene, representative out of Georgia, clearly in an attempt to intimidate her. So we've now got uh, members of military attempting to intimidate uh, members of Congress. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow is right. And you want to know why we're at this point? Because we haven't had enough heroes. We haven't had enough big names in our country who could have stopped this and could have used the power of their celebrity to stop it. Case in point, Drew Brees. Is there is there a name that is that it, 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 or is that not a household name? Does not every- everybody, even me, who doesn't like football, knows Drew Brees? Absolutely. This is a man who uh, who stole San Diego's hearts back when he was here as a Charger and released. He stole New Orleans hearts because he was signed on there and, and went to New Orleans with an open heart for the city and did. And we all know what he did. And let me tell you, one of my dreams as a child. Growing up, I came up by way of Archie Manning playing for one of my dreams. I just wanted to see the Saints play in the Super Bowl. That was it. I didn't care if they made it. I I mean, I didn't care if they won. They could have marched up and down the field, tossing out Mardi Gras beads. I just wanted to see my Saints make it to the Super Bowl. And the night that Drew Brees and Sean Payton, they that winning field goal to beat the the Vikings in the NFC Championship game was one was one of the top three nights of my life. What he did for New Orleans, particularly post-Katrina, and what he did for me, helping me fulfill a lifelong dream, I will always, always be grateful. But it has been ruined by him capitulating to a mob, kowtowing to them so he could chase the Super Bowl one more time. And the damage that is done to this country when we have big names kowtowing to a mob like that so that they can use his scalp to further destroy this country cannot be understated. Thank you, Drew Brees, for fulfilling a lifelong dream of mine. But shame on you for your participation in the destruction of America. See you tomorrow night.